good evening and welcome back to our midweek Bible study. We're praying through the book of Philippians. And um, <clears throat> we started last week, we made it uh, to verse 5, and this week we're going to start in verse 6 and go through 11, where the Apostle Paul says, And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you because I hold you in my heart for you are all partakers with me of grace both in my imprisonment and in the and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel for God is my witness how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus and it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And so as we begin to, to think through this passage of Scripture, and I begin to see many things that we can be thankful for. And the biggest one that I see here is is that God I am thankful that God works providentially in our lives. Look at what Paul says. He began a good work with you and he will bring it to completion. That is God is at work in our lives every day uh helping us be, to become more and more like his son Jesus Christ. You know, every day God is there in the seen and unseen things and in the good and the bad, and he is working them, as he says in Romans, all things together for the good. And so, you know, just to thank God that there are no accidents, there are no coincidences in our lives, that 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 God does bring about his purposes through them. And so, you know, we begin to thank God that he's providentially at work in our lives and and that he will keep us Oh, look at that. He'll bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ, that, which means that if we are truly his, he will keep us to the end. Uh, and so, you know, to, to thank God that that the reason I will be saved is, is that God is ensuring that he is keeping me in the faith. And so I have to keep on believing and I keep on trusting. And the reason I know that God is keeping me is because I keep on believing and I keep on trusting him. And so begin to thank God for that. And, and, and you look at the relationship here that Paul has with this church and, and the, the love that he has for them. He says, it's right for me to feel this way because I hold you in my heart. And and, and uh, look at verse eight, how I yearn for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And you begin to think about that and, 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 and you realize that God has given us a family that loves, that we can love and, and who also really love us. Uh, you, you think about that because Paul says, you are with me in my imprisonment and in my defense that is that is you are you're with me in the good times and the bad and so we thank god for our brothers and sisters in christ who are who are with us who who we hold in our hearts and they hold us in their hearts and 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 and, and to know that i'm not alone 
in my in in uh my walk with Christ that that God has placed me in a body of believers so that I have this deep love relationship uh, with them so that my family has really, really grown. And so you just think about all that right from the very beginning is, and, and really this has got Paul's Thanksgiving and already, and this can, it should be our Thanksgiving, but, but that Thanksgiving ought to really turn us to praise and, and so we have here, you know, several things that, that God is sovereign, that he is in control of all things, that, that he is bringing about his purposes, and, and that he is a God of grace, that we are partakers of his grace, and, uh, and, and to, to praise him that, that uh, he, uh, uh, you know, that, that he, he is at work in our lives, and that, that he, that he is, uh, you know the 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 Bible. Uh, you know the theologians use two words to describe God. One is God is transcendent; that He is out there. He is holy, other, but He is also imminent. He is close, and, and to thank and praise God that He is imminent in my life; that He is at work in and through me. And so, you know, that is definitely something to praise him for uh and, and then you know we as we move from thanksgiving to praise and we're thinking about this passage of scripture you know we think about our mission and and and, uh, and as i focused on that in this passage of scripture I, I i looked at what paul says here in in verse seven for he says both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel that is the, the love that the church at Philippi had for Paul and, 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 the, and that love that, that Paul had for them, that love that is in the body of Christ becomes both a defense and confirmation of the gospel. That is exactly what Jesus said. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples by your love one for another. That's what Jesus prayed uh, in John 17. Uh, may they be one as you and I are one so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And so, you know, as, as we're praying for our mission, and our mission is always the same as God's mission. He's on mission to redeem a lost world. You know, we must pray that our, that, that the church the church's love for one another is the defense and confirmation of the gospel. That is, people know that the gospel is true because, because he has taken people who are, who are different and he's brought them together so that we, so that that kind of, uh, that, that kind of miraculous thing demonstrates the truth of the gospel. And, and unfortunately today, we don't live that out. And so as we're thinking about our mission, we, we need to pray that, that people will see the, the love that the church has for one another so that they can know that what we are preaching is real, which means we need to pray for our local church 
We need to pray for the churches that we are in cooperation with, and, and we need to pray for all churches. Now, and, and so it is it, that, that, that our relationships with the body of Christ is a testimony to the power of the gospel. And, and, and so we need to pray. You know, one of the things that you can pray as you're thinking about uh, the people that you know who are far from God, you can pray, God, put them in the path of Christians and may their love for one another be a testimony to them that, that, that the gospel is real. And, and so that is definitely a prayer that we need to pray for one another. And it's because it is so important to our mission. Paul really be, you know, tells us how we ought to pray for one another in this passage of scripture. Um, he, he says, and it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more. They have a love already, but, but he wants it to grow and grow. He wants it to become bigger and better. And, and so that it, it does not grow stagnant. Um, and, you know, that's important that we don't take each other for granted, that we consistently grow in our love for each other. But Paul says that we want to grow in our love for each other with knowledge and all discernment. That is, our love for one another is not just this fuzzy feeling uh, that we have, but it but is really grounded in um, it's really grounded in, in the truth, uh, in, 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 in knowledge, which is the gospel, the, the truth of scriptures, and all discernment. That is, we are able to discern between right and wrong. And this is a struggle for us because we know people who claim to be in Christ and yet their, their behavior, their actions, uh, are, are not consistent with their profession. And so some people will say, well, then love means that I, I don't say anything to them. No, love means that I discern that what they are doing is wrong. So I want to, I want to love them enough to confront them. And, and, and when I say confront, I'm not talking about in a mean way, but to go to them and, and express our desire, you know, that, 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 that they be consistent with the gospel. Because, you know, it's like if I, you know, it's like you'd say, you know, uh, you know, it's not it's not hatred to to tell you to 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 scream at a child who's running uh, to the to the street. You know, cars are coming and, and, you know, they're so excited about maybe the ball was hit across the street. They're so excited to get the ball that they're not thinking about the cars and they're going the wrong way. It's not it's not hatred to yell at them and say, stop. And so it is with, with the with the gospel, you know, when people are are living lives that are inconsistent with the gospel, you can tell that, um, you, you know, that, that they're headed for destruction and you want to say, stop. That's that knowledge and discernment. Uh, so, and so that when we have that, when we have the knowledge of scriptures and we know uh, discerning, it's not only discerning right from wrong, it is dis discerning what is best from what is good. This is what he says, Paul says his prayer is, so that you may approve what is excellent. That is, you're, 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 you're not just doing what is good, you're doing what is best. You're doing what is most important. And, 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 and so our love is grounded in the truth of scriptures, 
and and it is revealed in how we act towards one another and behave towards one another so that we may be pure and blameless uh, for uh, for the day of Christ. And, and so, uh, you know, that word pure there is uh, sincere. It's without wax. It is, it's not hypocrisy. It, it, you, what you see is what you get. And, and, and blameless is that, that, that we live such lives that people cannot look at us and say, oh, I know what he's done or I know what she's done. You know, it, it's that kind of life that we're living. And that comes from being filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. Well, what is the fruit of the righteous? It's that if it's coming from the Lord Jesus Christ, it's coming from the fruit of the Spirit. That is that as we live our lives, God's Spirit produces fruit in us of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and, and, and faithfulness and self-control. And so we want to we want to pray for each other. So if I'm, if I'm praying for you and you're praying for me, I'm praying, God, keep them in the word, keep them reading the word, keep them studying the word, keep them meditating on the word, keep them believing the word, keep them trusting the word, keep them obeying the word so that they are doing what is best and, and, and Steve is doing what is best, not just what is good, and that he is, uh, and that, 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 that he is, and they are pure that they are blameless and for the day of jesus christ and god lord fill them with the fruit of righteousness uh, you know let the fruit of the spirit just overflow in their lives because it's not about us it's not about the church it's about jesus christ and to the glory and praise of our father so lord we thank you for this passage of scripture and how it teaches us to pray lord we have so much to be thankful for lord we know these things can be and will be true in our lives if we know you because you have begun a work in us you will continue it and lord we want to thank you for providentially working in our lives and we just ask lord that you would just keep us in the word so that our love will abound more and more so that by our love one for another people will know that we are your disciples and we they will know that you, Jesus, was sent from you, the Father. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.